Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy these stories. I'm Josh. I'm Brooke. Brooke and I were both blessed with happy childhoods. Even though my family was somewhat broken after a divorce, I always had a home. I always had a safe place to live and grow up. Unfortunately, too many kids not only live in a broken family, they go without their basic needs being met. And many live day to day without safety and love. This is not news. This morning, we want to share how we came into fostering. In 2011, we made a tough decision to not make any more of our own babies. And part of the deal we made with ourselves and prayerfully with God was that we would likely adopt one day. I don't think we considered fostering at that time, but it is what God ultimately led us to. The idea of fostering came to us via various great friends and mentors over the years. I can remember at one point when my heart started to burn um, for adoption specifically, and I talked with a friend of mine who had a lot of experience in foster care. I told her um, I wanted to adopt, you know, one day and uh, wanted to talk to her about fostering. Her response surprised me because she questioned whether or not I should be looking into foster care. And that was kind of confusing. (laughs) She explained that with fostering, we actually get the opportunity to sometimes reunify families. We get the unique privilege of impacting not only a child in need, but possibly their family too. If my only focus was to adopt, then I may be working in my own interest rather than having the family's interests in mind. At that time, I thought, okay, now I know I'm not interested in foster care. (laughs) But a few years later, one Sunday in 2017, I was at Gulf Coast Community Church, and Dave Wilson was teaching out of Galatians 2. What I remember about the sermon now was the challenge to be generous. As believers, what had the Lord given us that we could be generous with? At the time, I knew it wasn't money, and it struck my heart suddenly that our family had lots of love. Not a big house, not spare rooms, but enough to make it work, and we definitely had a lot of love. After years of putting it off, Brooke patiently urged me to consider fostering seriously. Brooke arranged our initial contact with the Door of Hope. We signed up for a class and saw a video that spoke of the church caring for widows and orphans. The video showed stories of healthy families getting the chance to open their homes to kids living in abuse and neglect. The process was pretty simple, and we just took it one step at a time. First, we agreed to the conversation, then a meeting, and then, okay, let's start classes. But honestly, we were all in already. All right, it took me a little longer than that to fully commit, but it was only a matter of time before I gave in. These are the orphans of our time. This is our mission field. This is how we can tangibly serve the kingdom and bring the gospel to unbelievers. So we got a call about two weeks after completing the process. The placement worker called us while we were on vacation in Fort Myers last August. We immediately said yes and drove home to get Amari. It was a surreal experience um, when a little seven-week-old baby arrived. It was odd um, to think of having a baby in our house after having no babies for so long. (laughs) Our foster story at this point is not necessarily a a common one. We've had only one placement during the year and very little drama. We worked hard to help with reuniting Amari with his biological mother, which is the goal. 
It looked like it might work out for her to have him back in the beginning, but the progress faded, and eventually she would not even keep her appointments to see him. This is sad to see and hard to process. Just a couple of weeks ago, she lost her rights as a parent totally. While we were able, or while we were happy to know we might get the chance to keep this sweet boy that has become a part of our family, we also mourned the reality of what it may mean to him one day. In the end, we rejoice to know that a place in the family of God in the kingdom overrides any earthly relationship. And that's what it's really about, isn't it? We're called to be disciples who make disciples. We are bringing the gospel to this child as we do our own biological children, as we do for each other, and as we do for a community. It's not about fixing a system that will likely never be fixed. It's not about eliminating the sin of neglecting children. It's not about fostering. It's about the gospel. This boy, like our other children, will have many, many voices preaching to him all of his life. We get to be the loudest voice for now by preaching the gospel to him daily through loving on him, caring for him, teaching him to crawl and walk, changing his diapers. Getting up with him at night. For as long as we can. So we hope he becomes a disciple of Jesus one day, whether it's in our home or not, we will preach the love of Christ to him for as long as we have him. And that's the aim of gospel-based foster care, to love the orphans as Christ would for as long as we have the opportunity. And that is also the answer to the question we get the most. How can you do this? Um, We hear most often, um, I could never do that. I would get too attached, right? We all feel like that. But fostering with a purpose, mission-minded. Then, any time you spend with a child and their family is worthwhile. We would love to talk to you more about what we are doing and how you can get involved, even if you're not interested in fostering a child of your own. Local Church St. Pete is now connecting with the Door of Hope, and we hope to help you learn how you can better or how you can serve a foster parent one day if you don't choose to foster on your own. Um, please find us in the back after church today if you're interested in learning more. Thanks.